Hello and welcome to this new podcast episode. My name is Tessa Rungemans. I work as an empowerment coach and I'm based in Berlin. And today I want to talk with you about something that I know very well personally. It's something that I used to struggle with a lot. And recently, or actually very recently this week, I had a conversation with a beautiful person who is going through a lot of um, personal growth, inner growth. And he asked me, or we talked about the fact that sometimes it can be very hard to not only have to deal with yourself, but also with the emotions, the struggles and the pain of other people. And this really inspired me to share a little bit more about it, because I know that uh, it can be a very tough thing to deal with. And then a few days later on, another beautiful person asked me the same question. And then for me, it was a sign like, okay, we're going to make a podcast about this. So this podcast is particularly interesting for people who, for example, I don't like to put more labels on ourselves than we already do, because I don't feel that labels are very helping. But you have probably heard of terms like being an empath or being a HSP person, hypersensitive person. Or in general, if you are someone who is sensitive enough to feel, let's say, the struggles within another person, that you notice that someone is feeling sad or angry, maybe even before the other person is noticing it themselves. Now, this on itself is an absolute beautiful quality. It is a talent, it is a gift, but it also can, it can come with a price if you don't know how to handle it properly. So before I'm going to give you some tips on how to handle this, um, I just want to dive a little bit deeper into what is exactly happening in the moment that you feel the things that you're feeling or you're noticing the things that you're noticing. And therefore, I want to dive a little bit deeper into the topic of energy. Now, as soon as I speak about energy, a lot of people might think, ooh, that's maybe too spaced out for me or too spiritual for me. The funny thing is that energy is the most <laughs> neutral topic there is out there. Yogis are talking about it. Um, quantum physics are talking about it. Basically, everything is energy. The device that you're listening on right now is energy. Your body is energy. The air that you breathe in is energy. The, the floor that you sit on or the chair that you're sitting on is energy. Everything is energy and energy moves. This is the basic of everything. Now, above all, it's important to realize that your emotions and your thoughts are also a form of energy. And so what happens within us when we experience a certain emotion it comes and it goes like a wave. This is the nature of an emotion. An emotion comes up, it rises up. And if we allow it to just come up um, and if we allow ourselves to feel it, it will automatically also go away again. This is the very nature of emotions. Unfortunately, we were taught either by our environment or just because um, we didn't have the right example for this, we were taught that there are certain emotions that we don't want to feel or that we shouldn't feel for whatever reasons. For example, if you have been taught or if you experience from a young age on that it's not okay to feel sad, then whenever you're feeling sad, you're probably going to try to repress it. Or in other words, you're going to try to not feel it. 
And basically you're going against the nature of this emotion. Because the emotion, all that it wants, it wants to come up. And while it comes up, you'll have a certain sensation in your body. You'll, you'll feel in a certain way. Maybe you'll have some tears. Other things might happen as well. It will show you that there's something happening in the situation that touches you in a certain way. From this situation, you can learn something about yourself. And when you allow this process to take place, the emotion will leave again. However, if we stop this process from taking place, which means that we don't allow ourselves to feel, let's say, the sadness, it's gonna get stuck. And you might notice this by, for example, that maybe in the situation itself, you won't allow yourself to feel sad. But let's say a few months later, or maybe years later, you're gonna have an explosion, like an outburst of sadness or some other emotion masking it up because the emotion needs to come out. You might also feel it in a more physical way. Let's say that you'll start to have certain pains in your body or you start to feel very uh, tired. It can have all sorts of effects. So this is sort of the basis of emotions and energy, this combination. Now, when other people are experiencing certain emotions, you, and not everyone is capable of doing this, but it's possible that you sense the emotion, the feeling, the energy that this person is either going through in that moment or the energy that they're repressing. So the one that they're not allowing themselves to feel. When you are capable of feeling this, it's absolutely an amazing thing. It's a gift. However, if you don't know how to handle it properly, you might end up feeling drained overwhelmed you might start to feel that these emotions are yours and you get confused about all the things that you're feeling so it is very crucial that you learn to distinguish between your own emotions your own feelings your own pains and those that are from other people now in order for yourself to for you to be able to do this you need to be aware of what's going on inside of you because let's say if you are experiencing on a certain moment um, joy um, and maybe some frustration at the same time, whatever it is, and you meet another person and this person is feeling sadness and anger and you are not capable of noticing what's going on within you, you might end up thinking that you're experiencing all four of these things, which will leave you very confused. So you need to be able to tune in with yourself at any given moment to notice what is mine, what emotion, what feeling is going on within myself, what is asking for attention, what is an invitation to dive a little bit deeper um, to see what is happening and how can I learn from this situation. So you need to be able to tune in with yourself, notice what is yours so that you can notice what is not yours, what belongs to other people, other groups, other collectives. Now, there are a few more practical things that you can do. And just to make a little overview, I want to divide them in what you can do, for example, at the beginning of your day or before you have, let's say, a meeting that's going to come up, what you can do within the moment and what you can do afterwards to protect yourself. Now, the word protect yourself, I'm always a bit hesitant to use it because I don't at any point want you to believe that whatever you're feeling is bad or dangerous or that there's 
dark energies or stuff that's going to hurt you. It's nothing like that. There's no bad energies. There's no bad emotions. It's all emotions. It's all energy on a scale that say from higher vibrations to lower vibrations. Both are necessary. Both are absolutely fine. Um, but like I said in the beginning, you want to be able to distinguish them and you want to be able to make sure that you're not going to be drained by it. So therefore, I'm using the word protect, but just notice that we're not talking about protecting you from something evil or something bad. So here are a few things that you can do, let's say at the beginning of the day or just right before you go into a meeting with a certain person or um, yeah, right before you know that you're going to meet someone who's going to uh, be emotional or who's going to try to put their troubles with you. <laughs> One of the things that is helpful for many, many people is to have a morning ritual. This can be however you want it to be, whatever works for you, I would say, as long as it, as long as it doesn't become something that's automatic, that you don't feel anything with, something that you just do, you know, like brushing your teeth, it doesn't really do anything it could become a beautiful meditation but we just do it without thinking about it so it doesn't have any effect so let the morning ritual be something that you do consciously personally for me this is a meditation called uh, shambhavima mudra this is an, um, a type of meditation that you learn in the uh, course inner engineering by the isha foundation this personally helps me in the morning to ground myself to reactivate my energies to also clear my system so I sort of start to fresh the day very freshly one of the words I just use was grounding if you are a person who is very sensitive to the environment it's very very important that you learn to ground yourself and what I mean with grounding yourself is literally Think of a tree with its roots deep down in the earth and just, you know, notice how stable it is. If you have the same ability to ground yourself in such a way as a tree, you're not going to be swept away so easily by other people's emotions or by situations that are happening around you. So grounding is a very, very important practice that you can put into your morning ritual or whatever you want to do in the morning. So for me, that's, for example, Shambhavi. Another way to ground yourself is to do sports or m intense movement. It can also be dance, for example. I personally really love to use dance as a tool to ground. Um, the people who have done dance meditations with me will know that the more intense you do the movement, the easier it will get to um, the easier it will become to get out of your head and into your body and as soon as you're into your body you will be grounded so find something for yourself that will help you to ground it can be sports it can be a morning walk it can be a cold shower anything that will bring you back into your body um, another very easy visualization that you can do before heading out or before starting the day is to imagine that you basically have um, that you're inside of a golden egg or a bright white shining egg just visualize that there's this egg shape around you with a clear golden or white light that protects you no matter what so it's good if you're able to visualize this very well 
I personally don't use visual visualization so much um, because it puts me a lot in my head again. So I like to use movement instead. Another thing that you can incorporate into your morning or your morning ritual is just to make a statement for yourself about your intention for today. For example, you can repeat to yourself or you can write down for yourself or you can tell yourself in the mirror stuff like today I am grounded, um, today I am stable, today I am protected, whatever you need to hear for yourself, something that you can repeat for yourself during out the day as well to keep bringing you back with your feet on the ground, with your roots into the earth to stay grounded and to stay centered no matter what happens around you. Now let's say you are in a meeting or in a conversation with someone who is um, expressing a lot of emotions or who has a lot of emotions, not expressing them, but you are picking up on them. What can you do within that moment? So before I already said, make sure that you are able to distinguish between what is yours and what is not yours. So this would be the first crucial thing to do. And then there's a few, another nice kind of visualization that you can do as well. Imagine between you and the person across from you to be a beautiful rose or whatever flower that you can imagine let it sort of float in between the two of you and just imagine that this rose is absorbing all the emotions that this person is radiating just imagine the rose absorbing and absorbing it maybe at one point the rose is full or it sort of withers away then just let the rose wither away let it fall into the ground bring a new rose up as long as you need this to happen again this is a type of visualization and the funny thing is that if you do these visualizations more often, you'll start to realize also how powerful your mind is, how powerful visualization is. As soon as you put your attention on a certain place, your energy will go there as well. Another thing that you can do within the conversation is just while you notice that you're receiving all these things from this other person, just imagine giving it back. because it's not yours to take care of. Just imagine giving it back, or if you're uncomfortable with that, just imagine that as you're receiving it, it's leaving your body again through your feet into the ground. Because again, it's not yours to take, it's not yours to take care of. So just imagine that the energies or the emotions are entering your system, leaving your system just as easily through your feet into the ground. Now, another thing for what you can do afterwards, and this is usually the time where you can notice if the previous things that I told you worked out well, or if you put enough attention in the preparation or the things that you can do during a meeting with another person. Because if at the end of the day you're absolutely drained or after a conversation you're absolutely drained, it means that you can put more focus on protecting yourself from the early morning on or working with it during the meeting so afterwards there's a few things um, that can help tremendously as well and afterwards it's more about cleansing your system than protecting your system 
And for cleansing, Mother Nature is the greatest help there is. So a few very simple things that you can do, depending on if they are in your environment. Go take a dive in the sea, in the ocean. Go swim in a lake, dip yourself in a river. But also you can just take a shower. Scrub yourself with salt. This will also help to let go of some remains that are not yours or that you don't need to. Walking through stormy weather or sitting in front of a campfire. Something, you know, more intense than just sitting in the sunshine a little bit. Just let nature cleanse you with her natural power. Now again, for afterwards, I can really recommend dense movement. Especially dance. Um, when you use a dance to cleanse yourself, like for example, we do in a dance meditation, it's important that you're not just dancing as if you're standing in a club, but that you bring all of your attention within yourself. You notice where you are feeling the things that you want to let go of and you work with it as you dance. So when you're dancing, Notice how you feel, for example, the anger or the sadness. Where is it in your body? How does it feel? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel light? Maybe it has a certain color. Is it moving through your body? Just really become aware of where in your system it is. And then as you're dancing, feel that you're dancing it out of your system. It could be by shaking. It could be by jumping. It could be by twerking. It could be by shouting, whatever it is. Movement will help to move the energy that is stuck. It's like giving the stuck energy a kickstart to move again so that it may leave your system as well. Another thing that you can do afterwards as well is just to take a moment of meditation for yourself and again say out loud, visualize everything that isn't mine, I give it back to the earth. And just imagine how all the things that aren't yours to keep, that are leaving your body and going back into the earth. Now with all these things that you can do afterwards, like dance or meditation, um, being in nature, breath work is also a very amazing thing. Please breath work. There's a lot of videos out there. I would recommend to do breath work only uh, with guidance of someone else if it's your first time. Breathwork is an amazing tool to also cleanse your system. Now, while doing all these things, really allow yourself, like I said in the beginning, allow yourself to feel the emotions. Allow them to come up so that you can allow them to leave. And with this, it might be that you want to shout. It might be what, that you want to shake and twerk and dance. It might also be that you want to cry. Personally, for me, tears are the most... I don't know, the most powerful way of cleansing myself. Every now and then I notice that I've been collecting too much, so to say. I'll take a moment for myself. I put on my music that touches me to the core. I'll start to move. I feel where the sadness or the anger, whatever it is, I feel where it is. I make it come up. And as I release it, I cry like I ugly cry. <laughs> it's not a pretty thing to see. It's not a, a nice thing to go through. It's not fun. But afterwards, I feel so incredibly good. I know this is not for everyone. Some people don't cry at all. For some people, it's more easy. But whatever it is for you, just allow it to be that way. There's no judgment on it. The only person who will judge it is you, which is the opposite of what you want to do. You want things to flow. You don't want them to be blocked.
So these are a few practical tips. Most importantly is that you just start to feel what works for you. So become aware of what is yours, what is not yours, and just try out different things. Like I said, I usually don't use visualizations that often. I have my morning practice, I have my dance, I have my tears. Um, but find out what works for you, what works best for you. Maybe, um, you know, you can give each and every one of these a little try for some time and see how it makes you feel, but also be open for practices that I didn't mention. And maybe you might come up with something yourself that intuitively your system knows this is what I need to do in order for me to not be so mm, touched by the other person or to not be so um, out of balance by the other person's emotions um, and what you can do afterwards to let go even more. So if you have any questions about this, I would be happy to hear it. You can reach out through me to me through my website or you can find me on Instagram, which is at Tessa. Punt, um, dot, sorry, that was Dutch. Tessa.dongelmans. And um, I would happy to be happy to have a conversation with you. If you have any tips to share as well, let me know. Then I'll share them on Instagram as well with all the other people. And then I just want to thank you for listening and I wish you all the energy and all the joy in the world. And, I make sh and I'm sure that if you're going to start to use some of these practices or when you start to find your own practice, things will become a lot more easy. So wish you all the best. <laughs>